Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for a Sunday night. We have fresh off the Exotica floor, Karen Fisher. Karen, how are we doing tonight? Good, good. How are you? Good. You look a little tired. You really do. You know what? I have a cold, so oh, I'm just like... A cold and Exotica, that's just... That is yeah. It ha it's like 50-50 when I go to Exotica. Am I going to get sick? Yeah. Um, so. or, or after Exotica, you get sick. That's right. Well, yeah, yeah. Am I going to get sick at Exotica or like up right after? Just because there's so many like people and it's that like time of year where people get sick. So, I mean, it's not that bad. I just don't feel like my best. Sure, sure. You were at um, <clears throat> the Wineside booth, correct? I was, yeah. Oh, Sarah J is one of my favorites. She is just so awesome, isn't she? Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah. So I always enjoy uh, seeing her whenever we go out. Uh, Lorenzo was at Exotica as well, too, so with Casey and, and the whole gang. So, Lorenzo, uh, question for Karen. Uh, not really that much. I know um, we're still at Exotica, so uh, I think I caught a glimpse of her when we walked over the, the floor. How, how was your feeling, Karen, this year about Exotica. I know it wasn't, they said it wasn't that crowded Friday, but the mood seemed to be a little bit more up-tempo than last year. People seem to be having a good time on, on, on the floor this year. Um, so it's, you know what? I felt like it was busy both days. I didn't even go today. So, but Sunday's like always kind of dead, but, um, I felt like it was busy and yeah, it seemed like people were having a good time. Yeah, there were a lot of people in costumes, like their Halloween yeah. costumes, and that was kind of cool. I like costumes, so. Yeah, what what booth number were you at? We were over at uh, 214 by the seminars in the dungeon. You know what? I have no idea what booth <laughs> number it was. I'm so sorry. I know it was, like, the white side booth, the number, I, like, literally couldn't tell you. Yeah, but it, but it was a better mood, and people, people did have a good time at Exotica. It was, like, more festive this year especially yeah. with the costumes like you said everybody was was wearing something unique definitely mm -hmm. all right yeah they did give away prizes or something if you had a unique costume they were giving out passes or something so yeah you, oh, somebody, really? yeah somebody's supposed to win something i guess they'll announce it today or something like that but there was a costume competition this time oh i missed it so i was at um i was at a comic con in minneapolis called twin cities con and of course everybody has a costume on there and i don't get who half the people are i saw 25 indiana jones guys and four uh, <laughs> bob uh the painter guy and um that was uh, 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 bob uh, bob ross yeah <clears throat> oh yeah so, bob. and the rest of my couldn't tell you on a bet who they were supposed to be. So anyway, that's, but uh, Jay and Silent Bob were both there. So I did, um, I did see a lot of people dressed as Jay and Silent Bob. So anyway, that was kind of a cool thing. Uh, Karen, tell us a little bit about uh, how we got started and where we are at this point and, uh, and how we, how we got started in this whole wild game. Oh, so I was a long, very long time ago. Um, I was a dancer, like a stripper, whatever you want to call it. And the place that I worked, they always had, like, feature dancers that would come in and, like, perform. 
Um, so like if you don't know what a feature dancer is, some people maybe don't. It's like a uh when a like a porn star or magazine model like comes in and like is a feature at your club. So I always thought it sounded like super interesting and I I was really intrigued, but I really had no idea how to like go about it or anything like that. Um and then I had a girlfriend, actually, who she started doing uh, movies and, like, layouts and stuff like that. And she just asked me, like, hey, do you want me to send your photos around to a few people? And I was like, sure. Um, so she took me to, like, it's called Rooster's Hot. It's a nude beach in Oregon. I'm from Oregon uh, originally. So, anyway, she did, like, some nudie photos there, and then, I don't know, I think it was, like, a week or two later, Score Magazine blew me out to do my first um, pictorial. I was just, like, solo. Um, and then, you know, that was just kind of, like, when adult websites were starting, and my friend had a website, and so she introduced me to her webmaster, and so I started my website and I kind of just did that for like a while you know I tried a few times to like go to LA um but I there weren't like it were an agent there was like one agent but like the pictures on his website were so horrid not that the woman were in a chat I don't know I just was like oh I don't want to be on that website um not that the women weren't attractive. They were just, like, horrible photos. So, anyway, so I just tried to do, like, my own networking, but, like, people would cancel and this and that, and I was paying for my own hotel room and, like, flights and all that. So, it ended up not being very profitable for me. Uh, so, like, I just did my website for a long time after, like, my first few attempts at, like, going to LA. Okay. All right. Well, they, yeah, some of these websites back in the day and low res photos, it was no offense to the girls. Of course, yeah. they were just shitty quality photos. Yes. Yeah. Low. And you could have had the hottest girl on the planet and it looked like, you know, shit. I mean, I understand. <laughs> I really do. Uh, and you don't want to be, you know, part of that. Uh, Richard Pacheco. Hall of Famer is with us. Richard Crowley. Nice to meet you. I'm an old I'm an old old timer. Uh, I was active in the 70s and uh, retired in the uh, mid 80s. Very nice. uh, I like to keep up and see what the industry is like these days. So that's why I come on Pat show and meet the meet you youngins that are working and uh, seeing how the business is going. So I'm going to hear your story and uh, I don't really have anything to ask at this point. You did remind me, when I was working, I would always gain weight in between movies. And so when I get hired to do a movie, it would be like a crash diet. And I wouldn't eat for like a week to just get skinny enough to do the job. And I'd always get sick. Then half of my movies, I was by the time I started shooting the movie, I was sick. And I'd be doing NyQuil and DayQuil just to get through five days of shooting. Um, and you you reminded me of those days when you talked about get, going for the weekend and getting sick. Is it uh, where's you out? Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It's a lot. It's a, yeah. and also like I'm filming like 
content before and after and blah blah so it does make for like a long day how long have you been at this job oh my gosh so i started my website like over a little over 20 years ago so wow time. wow you're an old timer i know i know <laughs> I'm flies, really. Yeah, it's like doesn't seem like it's been a long, but it has been that long. Yeah, time flies. Yeah. We're having fun. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go to James and I'll unmute James. He's got a question for you. Sure. Hello. Hello, Candice. Wonderful to meet you. I've been a follower of yours for I'm going to say probably about maybe 12, 15, 12, 13 years now. Wow. Yeah, I've been, um, yeah, I remember seeing your scenes way back then. And um, I've always been a big admirer of yours, big fan. I always loved your work. Thank uh, you. Yeah. And I want to thank you also for doing this because I know you're not feeling well. but No problem. But I appreciate you being here. We all appreciate you being here. Um, what is, this is something I usually ask of uh, people that have been in the industry for, for a while. And that is, what is uh, some of uh, the biggest changes or the best changes that you've seen from when you first started to the way it is working, the way it is today? Yeah, so like when I first started, there wasn't, you know, all the tube signs and there wasn't all the free porn. Um, so, I mean, it was a lot easier to make money. And then also you weren't dealing with the frustration of like, some douchebag joining your site downloading all your videos and uploading them for free somewhere and then charging back the membership on top of that so you weren't dealing with that so it was like a really good time uh to be in the business um and then you know as we all know the um all the free porn started, which I know a lot of people like, but it did just, like, really hurt the business. A lot of companies shut down. Um, it made it much more difficult to make a living at it. Um, and then now, with, like, OnlyFans and all these other platforms, um, <clears throat> it's really been, like, a great avenue um, for the performers to, like, make their own content and make it more profitable for them without relying on working for studios and things like that. You find it easier to uh, work by yourself than it is or do, to do to do work for yourself than it is for like for an agency or for I mean I enjoy I enjoy like still performing um, for like studios. But it is, yeah, because you're, it's also the control aspects, right? Like, I choose the date, I choose who I'm working with, and, like, what we're doing, and um, what I'm going to wear, and it's, it's just nice to be kind of, like, really have the final say in everything. Like, if there's a photo I think is ugly, I can delete it, I, whereas, like, if you hate the way you look in a scene for, like, a major studio or like you hate a particular photo there's they're gonna release it they you know um so so i i like it a lot better but i still enjoy like um i really enjoy both yeah 
Yeah, you still like the performance end as well. Yeah. 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 And and the connection to the fans also is a lot better too. Yeah, yeah. OnlyFans isn't just about like selling videos. It's also a lot of like answering messages from fans and um, you know, and stuff like that. So it is a lot more personal than just going to um you know, shoot a scene up in L.A. and then driving home. All right. Okay. Well, wonderful to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Bye. Karen Bye. Fisher, our guest for today. And uh, next week, don't forget, Sarah St. Clair will be our guest. I think Sarah was at Exotica as well, too. So we'll have to talk to her about her experience last uh, or this past weekend at uh, Exotica in New Jersey. Now, uh, who, do, who were some of the folks that you shot with this weekend, if you can tell us, Karen? So actually, um, I shot with my good friend, Sexy Vanessa, and um, Jenna, and I just met her, actually. Jenna loves, she's really cool, she's really, and she's really loud, <laughs> um, which I like. I mean, it was fun, but we were in a hotel, so I was like, ooh, are we going to get busted? Um, and then, actually, all my other shoots kind of, like, fizzled out, Um either because of timing issues or they got sick. So it was only one shoot, um, unfortunately, this weekend. Yeah, they had a little problem with uh, one of the shoots and uh, affected a lot of other people. And so anyway, that's another topic. But anyway, it, it affected a lot of people's weekends and a lot of people had to cancel shoots because of it. So anyway, that uh, is very unfortunate. So uh, let's check in with Adam. Adam, go ahead for Karen Fisher. Well, hello. Uh, thank you, Patrick. And of course, thank you, Karen, and get well soon. Um, but <laughs> uh, you were talking about, you know, being on the web for such a long period of time. And that was very much the early days, the early Wild West days of adult porn on the Internet. And so if you look back at that era, what were some of the biggest challenges or some of the more interesting, anything interesting that you could tell us about being on the web so early? You know, when I first started, I was really young, and I really had no idea what I was doing. So I did have a webmaster that, like, did so much for me. Um, she even, like, would have me come over, and we'd film, like, a bunch of content and stuff like that. So I feel like at that time, it was pretty easy Um you know, you just had to, like, keep up on on updates. But my, my webmaster did, like, so much for me. So that was super helpful. I feel like things didn't get really complicated until, um, like, all the tube sites kind of came up. And that's when things got, like, tough. Now, what do you... Uh, obviously, you know, the, the theft of, of your content is, is an issue. Um, do you find that promotion is easier now or back then? Oh, you know, well, okay. So back then there were these sites called Pika, like pick a boob, pick a blonde, um, like pick a whatever. And we would just send traffic back and forth. And um, so that was too hard but yeah now there is also social media which is a really good platform um that wasn't available when i first started okay that's interesting one more quick question uh 
Uh, two two part question: What is the favorite part of doing exoticas, um, going to these conventions, and if you go to any other conventions, those conventions, and for people who have never been to exotica before, what would you like to tell those people about coming down to the exotica? So I think it's really fun. Well, I'd like to see all the performers that I'm friends with um, and then meeting new friends. And then I also like to meet nice fans, like, because there are a lot of fans. No, I'm not even going to say there's fans. There's a lot of people there that are, like, kind of rude. and But the nice fans, like, really make it worth it. Okay. Do you have any advice for people that might uh, that have never come down to one? Because most people, I know a number of people who frequent uh, who frequently sign at the Exoticas, and there's always some bugaboos that they all have about uh, some of the fans that you've talked about. What would you like to tell some of those fans? I guess, for lack of a better question, I would just say like, please have good hygiene if you want to get up close to us is just like basic um common sense and also um treat us like human beings and like how just think about what you're doing like i could give a thousand examples of like rude things that people have done or like things that are uncomfortable like demanding my phone number and then me having to like say no i'm not you know giving you my phone number like don't put me in that position um, just, just be nice. Come with a good attitude. That would be like my best advice. Basic human empathy <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Karen, and get well soon. And thank you always. As always, Patrick. You bet. Thank you. Uh, I, people ask you for your phone number. That's ridiculous. I had a guy yesterday. Like he wouldn't leave the booth. Um. So fine. I was like, no, I'm not interested at all. Like I had to be very. I was kind of being a little, like, more gentle about it. And then finally I just had to be, like, rude about it, really harsh about it because he just wouldn't leave. Um, and then I'm like, this one guy used to come every year, and he would always try and, like, kiss me on the lips. Yeah. I'm like, don't, I don't know you. Please don't do that. Um, it was just weird. And I saw him do it to other girls, too. <laughs> so I know I'm not the only one. Uh, just stuff like that. That's just bullshit. I mean, that, you don't get paid for that sort of stuff. You don't get paid enough for that sort of stuff. That's yeah. I mean, it, it's it ought to just be in a rule of etiquette somewhere. You don't try and do that. I mean, yeah. Know, what's your phone number? And, and you can kind of laugh it off. Ha ha ha. You know. Well, hey, uh, you know, if I gave it to you, I'd have to give it to everybody. You know, a, a laugh it off situation. Then he gets to be a dick about it. And then if he gives you, if you give him a folk phony one, you know that asshole's gonna sit right there and dial it and see if oh, you. God. Yeah, no, you. I just say oh god because I had that actually happen once. Um, so yeah, you're right. They will, they will like call their text to you right then to make sure it's the right number. Yeah, God, that's just that's just so far out of the realm of what. I do. I mean, um, uh, most of the time I ask if I can put my arm around you for a picture. I mean, that's, and, and yeah. Tyler gave me some good advice one time. He says, if you're going to have a picture with, with a female, especially at, at Exotica or wherever, make sure the camera can see both hands. Then okay. you can't be accused of anything. Uh, yeah. 
if there's, ever, okay. if there's ever a problem. And, and that doesn't mean put both hands in your tits either. It means <laughs> to be respectful. Uh, I mean, and now, now Sarah, you know, in her booth, she takes some pretty provocative pictures and lets the, the gentleman grab, but that's certainly prearranged. That's just not a one-off. That's she's, she's, um, she's, she's letting them do that for a price. Yeah. You know what? I've never noticed that about her. I guess I'm like not really watching what she's doing, but you can definitely be right about that. Mm -hmm. I've, well, I've yeah, never noticed that though. Yeah. She asked me one time, um, shirt on, shirt off. And I said, you know, just, just leave your shirt on. I, yeah. I've seen enough movies with your shirt off and, and, and they are very nice, but I, <laughs> it doesn't make me any more of a man to show all my friends when grabbing her boobs than, than, than yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just, I just don't, I just don't know where, where people get off on asking that. Charles, how many phone numbers have you asked for in your life on this deal? I'm adult stars zero. <laughs> uh from other women i don't know not a lot i tend to be kind of an introvert i tend to as a veteran autograph collector i always tend to go towards please and thank you um part of that comes from my mother who i think would be horrified if i misbehaved and would come back from the grave and haunt me so i try <laughs> to avoid that um but I just, I cannot imagine, you know, being that rude and polite to somebody and somebody who you don't know. Yeah. That's what, like, bothers me, blows my mind. You know, I, you know, I'm a huge baseball autograph collector and I always say please and I always say thank you. And I will occasionally see somebody who doesn't have, pardon this, manners to say that. And I'm like thinking, God, you know, it doesn't. It takes minimal energy to say please and thank you. No, so, for sure. And that's my soapbox. And I'm sorry to like, you know, I just, I can't imagine doing that to somebody and somebody you don't know and somebody you don't know well. And it's like, you know, it's not a hookup thing. It's you know, this is your job, your career. This is what you do, and that's fine. But it's like you know, you get a picture and you know, you pay, and it's like go forward and that's it anyway i'm sorry i'm just like this this just irritates me and pisses me off to no end and patrick's probably in the same thing that you know and patrick's a veteran autograph collector too and i'm no patrick and i know patrick well i know he's respectful so being respectful is a good thing yeah it's and I'm sorry you're I'm sorry you're sick and I just got over a cold myself not too long ago and it's like it's miserable and it's miserable I think feeling poorly when you have to interact with a bunch of other people too. And I I so appreciate you coming on the show with us. Oh, thank you. I'm glad it worked out. I did I actually didn't go today and I did rest. I took like I slept in, I took a nap, and that did actually help. And you, so you did self-care and you took care of yourself, which is what you yeah. need to do. Yeah. So if I, I feel badly yeah. for the fans who missed you, but it's like, you know, yeah, you need to take care of yourself, which is important. So, yeah. But, and thank you so much for joining us because you could have begged off and said, I don't feel well and I don't want to do this. And I so appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So.
And the Patrick told you that we are an autograph group, and I'm sure if you want to do a signing or something through Patrick or set something up, we would be happy to get your autograph as well. Oh, great. Yeah. So that's, so, I, 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 sorry. Sorry to jump, jump a <laughs> little bit on, you know, I don't want to put Patrick under the bus. I don't want to, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry. No worries. <laughs> so, um, yeah, pictures of who laid the rail here. Um, so, for example, sorry, sorry Patrick. So, uh, you know, on, on Facebook, you see baseball card groups and uh, baseball autograph groups and football autograph groups and celebrity autograph groups. They were done for adult entertainment. So, anyway, um, I started uh, this group, and then we send people who agree to do signings. The stuff we agree on some prices and uh, uh you sign and i send them out and everybody is happy because they have a karen fisher autograph so we'll work okay. on that yeah, we'll yeah i've it. actually had people come like you know if they have like i don't know 20 30 40, however many photos of you mm -hmm. um to sign they're usually doing something like that yeah i've definitely seen that at exotica yeah, I usually get stuck behind those people that say, oh, I just got a few, and then they pull out 20, and, <laughs> and then they, they lowball the actress and up giving them some. I cannot stand those people. It's like, low, you know, at most I do one or two autographs, and that's it, you know. Yeah. No, sign 50 autographs for $50. No. <laughs> no, you're going to sign for the rate. So, anyway. But uh, that's my soapbox. But anyway, don't forget, Sarah St. Clair will be our guest next week. And let's go over to Eric. Eric, you have a question for Karen Fisher. Oh, nothing right now. Just saying hi there. Unless you said you used to the strip clubs, I have one. Um, my favorite chain iron, Sun Cow, Spearmint Rhinos, where I met Christy Cannon and a few others there, too. They're always oh. very nice because they're in Southern California. I think they moved. They got one in London. I don't know where else they have. Maybe I have one in New York City, too, anyway, there. But oh, no. I don't know. I don't know how they've been doing if they've been recovered since the pandemic. Because I went to one near Rialto, and it was always closed after the pandemic. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, appreciate that. We'll uh, we'll check in a little bit later, then, Eric. You uh, you still dance at all? No. You know what? I really don't. I don't know. It's just like there's nothing against it, and it was fun at the time. But I was like, I was more like into partying and stuff like that. Um, staying up late. Now I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of, I guess, like an old baby. Like, I like to go to bed by a certain time, and I'm sure it would probably, like, make my knees hurt or something. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. Yeah, for, I don't know. For some people, that's just a young girl's game, and that's just, you know, um, uh, I was talking to Christy Canyon the other day, and I said, Christy, is your, uh, uh, is your foot okay? Because she is walking with a little bit of a limp, and she says, yeah. She says, fell off too many stages back in the day. And, and oh. she says, the, the foot doctor thought I had an athletic injury. No, she said it was from dancing on the road for 10 years. And she said, I came down a couple times wrong and stretched this or stretched that ligament or whatever. And that's what happens. Ouch. Yeah, I, I, I think that's another reason why I don't dance, like beach or anything, is because I've heard so many um other ladies like complaining about like their knees or their feet or their this or their that so it is hard on the body and i don't know you know and when you're 20 20 maybe even 30 i guess everybody's different right but um 
I'm in my mid-40s, so that's, I don't know, I'd rather not abuse my body. And, you know, now uh, when I talk to some of the gals who used to be on the road, you know, you've got to worry about hotels and sleazy strip clubs sometimes and the, the people that go with them and then the customers grab it all the time. When they can sit at home and make it on OnlyFans or make it on Loyal Fans or whatever they're making it on. Yeah. Uh, there's even like sex painter. Um, you can like I can make money in my pajamas at home. You know what I mean. So. <laughs> and you can go to bed right after the ten o'clock news. That was all. Yeah. We're gonna go to bed right after the ten o'clock news. <laughs> that was our house. Uh, Richard, back with you. A uh, question now for Karen. Well, I have sympathy for you. Um, you know, it, sadly, it's still a problem in the mainstream culture. If you're affiliated with the sex industry, there's all these assumptions that you're uh, stupid, you're a person of low moral standards, you're available to every man that walks in for a quarter, um, and you have to, well, you live through all this, so I'm preaching to the choir, but it, it, it was the same in my day. Uh, the women who make careers out of it learn how to protect themselves. They usually travel with security. Um, they state their own rules. Uh, some women were very good. Like Annette Haven comes to mind. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. She was a major star in the mid-70s and into the 80s. And she was a dominatrix type of person. She didn't necessarily play that character in the movies because they didn't have that much of that in films back then. But she would just take over a room. And she would be like the teacher who would be scolding the bad boys for misbehaving. And you didn't do that around her. She just took, you know, she just, stuck, she, she smelled that. She got on it right away. And, um, and she had security to back her up. That's the most important thing. You don't, you got to yeah. stop, stop that from getting near you. And if you don't bring that for yourself, you make sure the clubs, your, your, the places where you're performing has that in force for you. But other than that, it's a, you're at, we're still asking for trouble. People, uh, men are still, you know, men can be really stupid and ignorant to think if a woman will take off her clothes that you have a right to abuse her. Yeah. Um, and that that's the world we live in. So you have to protect yourself. More For power sure. to you. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's definitely true. It definitely can be true. Although it's gotten maybe better um, because people are becoming, some people, right? Not everyone are becoming more open-minded. Um, but yeah, there's still a lot of people that act just like you're saying. Well, you've learned, you've learned to pick your places and how you, how you'll be seen, where you'll perform. Um, I wish in my day, I didn't have to go out and audition for other people and, you know, bark like a trained seal to get my jobs. Um, today you can be your own producer, your own director, set up your own scenes and control those things. That's a wonderful innovation that's happened uh, due to, to the, the different kind of technology at work. It used to cost $50,000 to make a bad movie. Um, you know, and now it costs you the price of a video camera or a cell phone. Uh, yeah. So I know everyone has one video camera now. Yeah, it's wonderful. That part of it is wonderfully different because it puts a lot less... Uh, fear into your career in the sense that you can control these things and then you have to work at being a business person to learn how to monetize monetize these things yeah um, yeah yeah i didn't even think about that but yeah you're right it is 
there's a lot less expense now into making content um, maybe than there used to be. So that is nice. And so many di different avenues to make a living, uh, like, in the sex industry. I think when I started, there weren't even, like, campsites or if there if there were, it was, like, not very many. And now there's so many, so that's the thing as well. Um, yeah, it's just, like, grown and changed and right. all of that. Right. And, you know, again, back with the, uh, <clears throat> the old 90s websites, you also had the old 90s technology with shitty-looking webcams and dial-up Internet. And, I mean, it was like, <laughs> and then, you you know, you'd only get 56K out of the thing, and it, it was all grainy and shit. But anyway, uh, now, I mean, stuff's crystal clear. We can do this in a heartbeat, and you can be in, in uh, New Jersey, and I can be here in Iowa, and we can be everywhere and still do a, do a show that, that – is has quality video with it it's not yeah. i don't have a 4k camera because i don't feel i need one but uh, yeah I, I could you know and and these cell phones you know i just bought a new cell phone the other day and uh wow that i mean that just is uh light years ahead of my old one that i had because i'm cheap and i didn't want to get a new <laughs> one my old cell phone i bought refurbished from amazon and the actual manufacturer's date on it was October 23rd, 2016. And that's what I was using. Wow. So some of my apps wouldn't work that I really needed. And so I had to break down and get a new damn cell phone. But, uh, yeah, this this one's just so nice. Let's talk about, um, uh, now, will you be at uh, DC Exotica? You know, I, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, I guess it's not that far away. So I better decide really quick. But as of now, I'm undecided. Right. See, that's the problem with, you know, why would you put uh, Exotica in December? I mean, to, and maybe there's people unlike, I don't have kids, so I don't have to worry about buying my kid the little G.I. Joe with a Kung Fu grip. But there are people that do and probably yeah. have to balance, you know, they have to balance what they want to go see. Plus, if you're an avid fan and you're out there anyway, you know, you go to New Jersey, you go to D.C., that's not that far away from each other. That's um, true. That, that's another wad of money to spend on a hotel or a, a VIP pass or whatever else. So uh, now will you be uh, will you be doing AVN or X3 in, the, in January? I won't be at X3 because I have a family commitment that weekend. But, I, yeah, I'm planning on going to AVN. Did you go to X3 last year? No, um, I had a family commitment. Oh, okay. Um, so oh, I did not do it. Yeah. Oh, it's so crowded. Oh my goodness. You know, like I always said, there was the only one more room for one more person in that building. That was the fire marshal. Uh, <laughs> oh, so crowded. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible, terrible, terrible. James, let's go back to you for another question. Unmute you here. All right. Okay. Uh, like I said, Karen, um, it's I've been watching you for a while, and uh, I've I remember when you were doing the the uh, the studio scenes and the and the more in the bigger production scenes. Which one of those were would you say were probably some one of your favorites, and which one and who was probably your favorite performer that you worked with? Okay, so I my favorite scene I think is this. Um, 
one that I did for Girlfriends Films, which is just like a lesbian company. Mm-hmm. And I played like um, a lesbian psychologist who like seduced her patient um, and tricked her into marrying me, basically. So I really liked that one just because it was so fun. Um, yeah, girl, girlfriends yeah. makes great. Yeah, they make great. Uh, yeah, make great, yeah, great films. Yeah, um, and the director Dan, he's just like so fun to work for. So that was probably my favorite movie um, that I ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I was kind of a lead character, and I liked that I got to do some acting and all of that. Right. Um. And so who I really liked working with Allura. I know she's kind of like retired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um Yeah, you mentioned Vanessa a while ago, sexy Vanessa a while ago. Yeah. I, I, I love sexy Vanessa. She's she's one of the best. Yeah, yeah. she's really fun. I don't think I knew her back then. Um, but she's great to work with. I work with Maggie Green a lot. I really like her. Mm-hmm. Uh I really like to work with Shailene Rio. I would say those are like some of my tops. All right. Okay. Yeah. Did I get all your questions? I think that I did. Yeah, you did. Wonderful. Thank okay. you. Okay. Good. <laughs> yes, you did. Any uh, any men co-stars you'd like to work with? I know. You know what? Who do I really like to work with? I'm trying to because there's a lot of people that I like to work with. Who's like my top favorites? I don't really know. Like. I guess, okay, my favorite ever would be this guy who's no longer in the industry. His name's Johnny Champ. Um, he was like, the, that was like an amazing scene. Well, cool. That's always good. Uh, what are some future plans down the road? We're, um, we're getting into 2024 pretty soon. What's, what's 2024 look like for you? So, um, 2024, I want to do more. Uh, I, movies for um big studios i'd like to get more into that the next year because i kind of miss it i just did it a few times this year so i'd like to do more of that i would like to maybe even start webcamming on occasion um and of course just still working my streaming and or not my streammate sorry my um only bands and all of that Okay. Yeah, it's kind have of the you, same, but throwing some new things in there. Sure. Have you ever worked for, uh, uh, been in Iowa for a private society and done any work for them? No, I I haven't. They, um, well, being from Iowa, since I'm from Iowa, they, they quit filming in December, mid-December, and they won't start up again until April because of the weather. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I can see that. People coming to Iowa, either they can't make it or they get stuck in Iowa and, you know, getting stuck yeah. It's not a walk in the cornfield, let's just say that. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's, uh, they'll, uh, they'll certainly, uh, I mean, you, they, they do great stuff. And uh, I, I go down, I'm going down um, December. A friend of mine, uh, Victoria Peaks, is going to be filming down there. So I okay. always uh, uh, get with her and buy her lunch. That's, uh, you know, the cool thing. When you're when you're going out for lunch with porn stars who got to make scenes and do anal scenes, they don't eat a lot for lunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. So four of us, four 
of us went out for lunch. The bill was under 50 bucks. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's so funny. You know, that's one thing I haven't done. I've never done an anal scene. So maybe, maybe this year I'll do an anal scene. We'll yeah. see. Maybe. Because you, <laughs> you can yeah. build a whole genre around Karen Fisher's first anal scene. Yeah, well, a lot of people always ask me about it, um, so maybe, maybe I'll do it. We'll see. Have, have you tried it in your private life? You know what I have, but, okay, so I was married probably like 15 years ago, and I did it with my ex-husband, like, a bunch of times, but I was usually, like, drunk, <laughs> When I was like, like a little tipsy, and you can't be like tipsy on uh, an adult movie set. Um, so I've never done it like stone cold sober. And also, obviously, I was super comfortable with my husband. Um, not that I'm usually uncomfortable on set, but it's not always somebody that I'm like really close to. So yeah. it would have to be like the right situation, at least for my first time. Like. And also, I'd have to kind of maybe practice it again off camera before I do it on camera, because it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. Don't look at me. (laughs) 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 Anyway. um, But, yeah, so I just, um, so so Exotica went okay for you. You were there Friday and Saturday. How were the lines for you? How how was the crowd for you? What, What was that like? So, um, like the, honestly, I feel like it wasn't, was more just like steady, at least for me, there was no, I mean, there were a few dead times, right? But it was mostly steady, not like in the past, it seemed like there was a million people and then there was nobody, you know, like it wasn't steady like it was this time which is better because I kind of sometimes feel like stressed out when there's so many people even though it's good right it's still like sure sure something sure um now what exoticas were you at earlier this year were you at Chicago or Miami I just went to Miami for one day yeah because I had a few paid shoots um, with some studios, so I just did that instead. And then I didn't go to Chicago. Okay, because I, I couldn't remember that you were at Chicago. And I was in Miami, but it was just kind of a... I, I hung around a, a, the, the floor a little bit, but we had so much other stuff going on. We went and did a road trip to see some uh, veterans and uh, oh. uh, some gals like that. And then we... Uh, one day, Christy Canyon says, I want a tour of Miami. And so our buddy George got in the car, and we just kind of went up and down around the coast of Miami and looked at big boats, and and that was cool, too. So Yeah, that's uh, fun. I like Miami. Yeah, and it rained every day. Ugh. Oh, yeah, the summers there are kind of, like, not the best time. So, but uh, it was fun, and, and uh, I enjoyed it, and, and so we had a good time. George had a good time, too, so it was all in fun. And anywhere I can go, we don't have any Hooters in Iowa. <clears throat> we got one, but it's way on the coast. Anyway, um, so I got to go to a Hooters, and I like that. So we took uh, took Christy Canyon to a Hooters, and uh, yeah. he was the most well-endowed <laughs> person there. I think the Talk girl- about bringing Cole to, Cole to Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think the the the, the gals at, at Hooters were bowing down to Christie, and she says, "Take a yeah. lap." <laughs> that was kind of how that worked out. But um, we'll wrap stuff up here with Charles. Charles had a question for Karen. Didn't really have a question, but I could see Christie impressing a lot, uh, quite a few women at Hooters <laughs> and a few other people too. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, Karen, I hope you feel better. You know, Thanks. I know. How, you know, I, I'm sorry you have a cold, and I'm so glad you joined us. And you know, I hope you manage to connect with Patrick on doing an autograph sign. Yeah, sure, that'd be great. So I just met but, for the first time. Um, I just met Erica Icon last weekend for the first time. Oh. And, She's so funny, and uh, I gave her a uh, a uh, a tumbler, and she was just thrilled. It's a just talking tumbler, available on my website at justtalking.com. It says, "Hey, we're just talking." She was just thrilled by that. So anyway, I expect to see that if she ever posts pictures of her office. I expect to see that front and center on her desk. So anyway, I'll make sure. I'll make yeah, sure. Challenge her some shit. Erica, any more questions from you? Oh, nothing much. You're saying something about Hooters? Well, they're already disappearing anyway there, too. They're going away. So pretty soon you won't see them around anymore. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of problems. They've been having a lot of problems. The company all the way down to the franchises. So that's that's why you're seeing them disappear. Even one in Anaheim, I used to know it's gone, gone too. So there you go. You can't care, and you can't get a job at Hooters now. So. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I'm sure those gals put up with their share of shit too. I wouldn't want to be a Oh god, I can imagine. Also waitress, you know what I was a waitress for a while when I was younger and it's hard. That's hard on your feet. Yeah. Right. So much standing. So well, Karen, again, we appreciate you stopping by after uh, a weekend at Exotica. I know that uh uh I, I couldn't imagine standing there for as long as you folks do. That's just uh murder on your feet as well too and i got those padded padded shoes and i still my feet are still burning at the end of the day but uh, i don't know how you guys do it sometimes wearing heels or wearing whatever you're wearing and it's just uh would, would hurt so much that, uh, yeah i think i started out the first day wearing heels and then the second day i was just like i'm just gonna wear sneakers and that was actually fine um so i think mm-hmm. i'm gonna stick with sneakers there you go you can uh, look real cute on you too. Uh, sneakers look really, really nice. So anyway, well, Karen, we wish you all the best of luck. Don't forget, you can check us out on Twitter at Jizz Talking. We have a YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe to uh, it's uh, YouTube.com forward slash at Jizz Talking, and you can uh, subscribe. To that we've had some some subscribers lately, and we need to get to that. 1,000 mark before we all wrap stuff up. Instagram at Jizz Talking. Uh, Karen, give me some of your websites that we can find you at. I, I hate to uh, be the hog here and hog all mine, but I want to make sure people know where to find you. Yeah, great. So my OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash Karen Fisher. And um, my personal website is SexyKarenXXX.com. And my Twitter is at sexy Karen Fisher. I guess it's X now, not Twitter, but we know what you mean. Whatever it is, yeah. Anywhere on there, we'll find your personal phone number. I'm fine. <laughs> 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 
fucking personal phone number. Aaron, I wanted to just observe that you really perked up from the beginning of the show. It's nice to see you coming alive. Oh, thank you. Your energy is just, your eyes are sparkling and you've been bouncing around. It's nice to see. And I also wanted to share one of the questions asked earlier was uh, who is your favorite uh, to work with? And I learned this years and years ago from John Leslie, who was one of the earlier stars of the industry. Anytime somebody would ask him, about who his favorite actress to work with or what was his best sex scene of all time, he would always answer the next one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, because you don't want to piss off everybody you don't name. That's true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, one person will be happy you said his name and the rest of them will be like, well, fuck you, bitch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And while we hope to see you down the road, I'll be in Chicago next year along with a couple other folks. So I uh, hope to see you in Chicago. Sounds good. All right. All right. We'll talk to everybody later. Again, uh, Karen Fisher has been our guest tonight here on JizzTalking.com. Don't forget, uh, next week's guest will be Sarah St. Clair. We'll hope to see you then. Thanks for tuning in.